Hey guys, it's Brandon Lewis here. Can't wait to get you the 10 Con Big 7 News Stories. And I am uh, quite disappointed that I'm not going to be there to deliver the content to you myself because we got some doozies, some doozies. Paula's gonna give you all the news that you need. However, as I walk through the woods here, I'm actually going to be at a cabin with my family um, in Fort Mountain uh, for a little trip. I wanted to introduce the Big 7 to you and also tell you about uh, the Mill Creek View Tennessee podcast. A friend of mine does this. His name is Steve Abramowitz. The fact that I can say Abramowitz uh, should impress all of you. Uh, Steve is the kind of guy who drove 3,000 miles from the deep blue state of Washington to come to the Tennessee Freedom Summit. And he has watched his state be taken over by liberals and Democrats and ruined. And he ran, as so many conservatives have, all over the nation to the volunteer state with a very simple message, often more enthusiastic than even our native Tennesseans, and that's this. There's no place left to run. Now, if you are a conservative news junkie in the state of Tennessee, and I know many of you are, like me, you want to hear from the opinion leaders, you want to hear from the people making news who have conservative views in Tennessee, there are so few sources. Steve's podcast, Mill Creek View, Tennessee. Look for it, Mill Creek View, Tennessee, wherever you get your podcast. Is kind enough to come out in the open and advertise with us. Uh, so many conservative business owners are afraid to do that. He has also um, got a small business like so many of our subscribers, Mill Creek Financial Advisors. So check out his podcast. It's already doing quite well, and he's got some fantastic guests that are Tennessee-oriented. Don't miss it. I'm going to let Paula get on with the show, guys. I'm going to spend a little bit of time out in the woods, a little R&R. You'll probably still hear from me, maybe, if I can get cell phone service. Hate not being with you, but Paula's going to commandeer the TenCon Big 7. Love you, mean it. Take care, fellas. See you next week. Hello, fellow volunteer state conservatives. I'm Paula from the Tennessee Conservative, filling in for Brandon this week. We've got seven big stories for you today, but before we get started, let me encourage you to fight big tech censorship by subscribing to our free daily e-newsletter by going to tennesseeconservativenews.com and hitting the subscribe now button. And be sure to also follow us on other free speech platforms, Parler, MeWe, Getter, Gab, Truth, and Rumble. Let's get right to it. Story number one. Upcoming rally aims to push for an end to child mutilation in Tennessee. Following his expose on Vanderbilt University Medical Center's transgender treatment on minors, Daily Wire host and documentarian Matt Walsh has announced he will be holding a rally in Nashville, Tennessee to push for the end of child mutilation in the volunteer state. Walsh is slated to speak at the event, along with Representative William Lamberth and Robbie and Landon Starbuck. The rally is scheduled to start at 4 p.m. Central Time on October 21st, and promoters say that more speakers will be announced soon. Following Walsh's bombshell expose, the Tennessee conservative reminded readers that Tennessee rhinos killed legislation that would have prevented the mutilation of minors at Vanderbilt. Senator Janice Bowling, 
and Representative John Reagan had been working to address what is happening at Vanderbilt for the last two years, and GOP leadership did not support their bills, instead favoring one that only prohibited hormone treatments to 8- to 10-year-olds and which became law last year. Walsh is encouraging concerned Tennesseans to reserve their free ticket to the event to send a message to the entire nation that radical experimentation is not medical care, as left has claimed. It is child mutilation, and Americans will not allow it to continue. A large turnout at the rally will likely get nationwide attention, further driving the point that Tennesseans want something done now to end child mutilation and perhaps will compel Tennessee lawmakers to take decisive action now instead of months away when the General Assembly reconvenes in 2023. Walsh said, We are going to put a stop to gender ideologies, assault on our children. Come and be a part of the movement. A link to the to reserve tickets for this is in our article on the website. Story number two, all ages magical drag experience canceled after Knoxville community speaks up. iJAM's Nature Center in Knoxville, Tennessee has canceled an all ages drag event after members of the Knoxville community contacted leaders of the city in protest. The Back Patio Social Drag Me to Nature event was originally scheduled for November 1st, 2022. It was advertised as a magical experience and a one-of-a-kind experience, bringing the art of drag to the mother herself, Mother Nature. The property where the Nature Center is located belongs to the city of Knoxville and is managed by iJAMS, which is a nonprofit organization. The event was sponsored by Boston Beer Company and Natural Mystic Metaphysical Shop and was to be hosted by Joshua Ricker, who goes by Icky Stardust as a stage name. And he is supposedly an alien rock star, whatever that is, and drag entertainer and artist, according to his social media. Ricker claims that he is the target of alt right bigots and has been publicly harassed on social media for trying to create a drag show for all ages at iJAM's Nature Center. He said, these people are coming for our community. These people, that means you, conservatives. These people are coming for our community and our drag entertainers spreading lies and using fake stories that were created from the recent events in Chattanooga to attack us. The fake stories he's talking about are the events that happened in Chattanooga. There were a series of all ages or family friendly events where children were present at drag shows in which you can read about on our website. iJams removed the post advertising the show from their Facebook page, but a back patio social event with no reference to the drag show remained on their website's calendar up until recently it has since been removed you can also find a story on our website now that contains a link to sign a petition to legislators to create a statewide law to officially make drag events 18 and up only number three gop club falls apart after censorship demands from state leadership following an ultimatum issued to the president of the blunt County Republican Women's Club by the Tennessee Federation of Republican Women to cancel the speaking engagement of Gary Humble, the BCRW's president resigned 
and now the vast majority of the club's leadership and almost half of the active members have officially resigned. Our sources in Blount County have confirmed that 17 members of the BCRW have resigned. This number includes now former President Heather Fair, the second Vice President and Secretary, the Treasurer, the Membership Committee Chair, Co-Chair and their committee members. Out of five BCRW board members, only one has decided to remain a member. Our source tells us that while the numbers of the club are greater, only 40 members are active and routinely attend meetings, meaning that the club has lost almost half of its active membership. With the members leaving, the Tennessee Federation of Republican Women will no longer be receiving membership dues from those individuals. Each member pays $35 per year to be a member and $25, $24 of that sorry, goes to the Tennessee Federation of Republican Women. Prior to the exodus of the BCRW members, the Tennessee Federation of Republican Women determined that by inviting controversial figure Gary Humble, who is founder and executive director of Tennessee Stands, to be a guest speaker, the president, Heather Fair, was in violation of Tennessee Federation of Republican Women's bylaws. Fair, nor us at the Tennessee Conservative, could determine which portion of the bylaws cited as just cause for the ultimatum. The Tennessee Conservative reached out to president of Tennessee Federation of Republican Women, Linda Coleman, for clarity, but we never heard back. So they offered Fair three choices to rectify the situation. One was to resign immediately. Two was to rescind Humble's invitation to speak, and then Fair would have been allowed to remain president. Neither, number three, neither resign nor rescind the invitation, but then the BCRW would have been subject to censure, possible fines and or closure. Standing by her principles left Fair with only one option, and that was to resign immediately. And now, standing by their principles, many of the club's leading members have resigned as well. For the backstory and series of events that led up to this exodus, check out the article on our website. Moving on to number four. Metro Nashville Council's Planned Parenthood grant will not include out-of-state abortion travel. A $500,000 grant is still expected to be given to Planned Parenthood by Metro Council members. The funds, however, are no longer designated to support out-of-state travel for women seeking an abortion or any services related to such. A half-million-dollar proposal was made by five council members in response to the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade when Tennessee's full abortion ban went into effect. It was originally designed to include financial assistance for women seeking to get an abortion outside of Tennessee. Council member Freddie O'Connell proposed an amendment, the removal of provisions allowing funds to be used for out-of-state travel for abortions is a change in response to concerns from the Metro Department of Law about potential exposure under Title 10. This prohibits government funds from being used for abortion or any services related. Proposed funds will now exclusively support contraception services, family planning counseling, and sex education materials. So the pay plans from the 14 Metro Department's budgets provide the funding for this half a, half a million dollar grant. 
The largest deductions are coming from the Metro Parks Department and the Nashville Public Library, the Department of Health, and the Nashville Department of Transportation. Each of those departments are uh, losing $60,000 each. And then $90,000 is coming from Metro Nashville Police Department pay plan. We appreciate your help here at the Tennessee Conservative. Do help us support our work. This is going to be the shortest support pitch ever. The Tennessee Conservative, you can mail us checks. We've got a couple. We've got a couple this week uh, to East 27th Street, 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. But for most of you, you will simply go to Tennessee Conservative News slash support, and you will give via credit card. Hopefully make it a recurring donation. We could use it. And when you do, we will send you one of these Don't California My Tennessee bumper stickers. We will also send you this Proud Tennessee Conservative bumper sticker and a directory of all your state officials up there in Nashville. And finally, the Proud Tennessee Conservative Tumblr. Now listen, I know Joe Biden's got gas prices through the roof. Inflation is bad. But buddy, if we don't fight now, there won't be anywhere to fight. Where are we going to go if we don't if, if we give up Tennessee? Where's another more conservative state that's better to live in? I don't know of one. Well, guess what's part of fighting? It's having a conservative news source in our state that actually tells you the truth and is exclusively and only focused on the volunteer state. And as it turns out, I happen to be the only one. The only freaking one. And people complain about not having one, but yet they don't give. Now, listen, I know that prices are high. For gas and everything else and you may not be able to afford a trip but let me send you on a quick little trip right now and it's very free it's very free it's called a guilt trip guilt trip better than a vacation at least for tennessee right now less than five percent of donors have ever given to our publication a red cent guys you wonder why conservative organizations are underfunded if you're in that 95 percent Next time you wonder why things aren't different, just walk up to a mirror and look in it. It takes everybody pulling together. Liberals give liberally. Conservatives give conservatively, and it's part of the problem. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com support. Don't be in that 95%. It is an embarrassing place to be, and you are in poor company. Number five, American Classical Education withdraws applications for Tennessee charter schools. Following Tennessee liberal media's misinformation campaign and the dishonest opposition wrought by Democratic political candidates and anti-school choice activists, American classical education has withdrawn their applications to open charter schools in three Tennessee counties. American classical education, who was affiliated with Hillsdale College, or is affiliated with Hillsdale College, was on track to open much-needed charter schools in Madison, Montgomery, and Rutherford counties that would have addressed school overpopulation problems and provided parents with school choice until the liberal media jumped at the chance for some scandalous headlines. When a hidden camera video was leaked that showed Hillsdale College President Larry Arne speaking at a private event and calling into question the way public school teachers are trained in universities and criticizing the educational bureaucracies that claim expertise but tend to produce teachers without crucial subject knowledge and question the value of education degrees, the liberal media cherry-picked Arne's comments out of context 
soliciting outrage from many teachers in Tennessee and subsequent pandering rhetoric by some of Tennessee's elected officials. The widespread mainstream media coverage of Arne's comments was used as an excuse for the liberal dominated school boards of Madison, Montgomery and Rutherford counties to reject the charter school applications of ACE. ACE appealed the school board's decisions in all three counties to Tennessee's Public Charter School Commission, which has the power to overturn the decision of the school boards. However, on September 29th, former Tennessee State Senator and current ACE board member Dolores Gresham issued a letter to the commission, which withdrew the appeals, citing the limited time allotted for commission members to hear directly from community members and time for the school to address concerns and clarify confusion and misconceptions raised by commission staff. Okay, moving on to number six. Tennessee universities refuse comment on how they will implement new intellectual diversity law. Public university leaders in Tennessee are staying silent on how and when they plan to follow a new state law that requires them to implement intellectual diversity on their campuses. Diversity offices, president's offices, and media affairs division at the University of Tennessee Knoxville, University of Memphis, Tennessee State University, and East Tennessee State University have not responded with answers about their plans to follow the relatively new law. Last spring, Tennessee passed HB 2670, which outlawed mandatory critical race theory in curricula, as well as hiring and promotions within volunteer states' public institutions of higher education. But tucked into the legislation is another key clause. It states, under this bill, if a public institution of higher education employs employees whose primary duties include diversity, then the duties of such employees must include efforts to strengthen and increase intellectual diversity among the students and faculty of the public institution of higher education at which they are employed. The University of Tennessee Knoxville, University of Memphis, Tennessee State University, and East Tennessee State University all have employees dedicated to advancing diversity, equity, and inclusion but they would not explain what diversity employees are doing to increase intellectual diversity some six months after the bill's passage. Moving on to the last story, number seven. UT faculty protest new law by teaching divisive concepts during speak-in. Faculty members at the University of Tennessee protested a new law this week by teaching the very concepts they say the Divisive Concepts Act aims to ban. All participants of the protest, which is being called a speak-in, are tenured. Tenured instructors have speech-related protections that may shield them from any repercussions of their challenge to what they see as a law that restricts free speech. Event organizers who compare the current conflict over divisive concepts to the legal battles that surrounded the teaching of evolution said in a statement, the law attempts to chill classroom speech about race gender, sexuality, and class, in effect, about social inequalities of all kinds, by naming discussion of such inequalities divisive. These social inequalities define the history of the United States and the world, both historically and in our current movement. The aim of the new law is to ensure that students and employees of colleges and universities are not subject to penalty or discrimination if they choose not to endorse any particular divisive concept 
As publicly funded universities in Tennessee go woke, the law protects students and employees from adopting ideologies as a requirement for hiring, tenure, promotion, or graduation. The protest is the first of its type in the United States, according to Christina German, an associate professor of philosophy at UT. Faculty members plan to teach on controversial topics over two days, and there was also a public panel discussion regarding the new law held on Wednesday. The law clearly states that it does not infringe on the rights of freedom of speech protected by the First Amendment, nor does it infringe on the rights of academic freedom of faculty in public institutions of higher education. Well, that's it for the week. That was the Big 7 Weekend Digest. For more stories, please be sure to check out TennesseeConservativeNews.com. And I hope all of you have a wonderful weekend. Stay free.